You are listening to The Recovered Therapist, brought to you by FreshOutOfPlans.com. I'm Jeannie Griffin, and I'll be your host. Instead of focusing on labels, diagnoses, and psychobabble, we keep things honest, simple, and hopeful so that you can grow personally and spiritually. Thank you for joining me. I want to talk about the difference between religion and spirituality. Um... The idea that spirituality is just something that I do when I'm in yoga class or mindfulness class or, and that's where it it ends. Religion has to be some sort of belief in a theology. I would like for you to set aside everything you think you know about both religion and spirituality. And I want to introduce a few practices that beginners can do to deepen their spiritual connection with whatever. Okay. Don't start out trying to figure out what do I, do I have faith? What do I believe in? What is my higher power? You know, that's just, you get lost in all that and it's just a um, mind game. We are spiritual beings. Now you may have heard that I'm a spiritual being and having a human experience, but unless you're a sociopath, you have a sense of spirit. So let me ask you two questions. Have you ever done something that you swore you never would do? Yes or no? And then did it bother you that you did something you swore you never would? Second question, did you promise something and then never follow through? Yes or no? And did it bother you when you didn't have your words and actions match? Now, if you were bothered by either or both of those situations, you went against your own spirit. Let me say that again. You went against your own spirit, your own set of values. So I'm talking about your own sense of ethics, your own sense of morality, your own sense of fairness. And that's that's the spiritual connection that I'm asking you to deepen and to mold or meld or join with a greater dimension that you do not have to define. You know, you don't have to say, oh, okay, I call my higher power, uh, you know, higher power, or I call it the universe, or I call it spirit, or don't worry about what it's called. Don't even worry about whether it's there. Okay? But to start out to try to communicate with it or ask it to reveal itself to you, there are certain things you can do, like go out in nature. Be in nature. Watch nature. See how it communicates with each other. See how the animals interact with one another. See how uh, the trees move together. You know, observe what's going on in nature. They're not sitting there comparing to one another or 
having political arguments or it's just, it is, and it just keeps going on. You know, we're the one that's supposed to be the superior beings and have this mind that, that is superior, but boy, do we mess it up. You know, the trees aren't arguing as to who has the most leaves. They're just standing there being trees and uh, being instead of doing. So spiritual practice number one is go out and observe in nature. Don't go outside with your headphones on. It's dangerous anyway. You ought to be aware of your environment. But just observe nature. Observe and feel the, the, the air on your cheeks. Feel the sunshine. Be a part of this greater existence, this greater thing that exists outside of time and space. A second thing you can do is to use mantras or uh, prayers, if you want to call them that, and you ask whatever the it is, whatever the spirit is, whatever the driving force is behind making trees and keeping birds flying in the air and new growth of grass and flowers coming up through the universe or up through the soil and and uh, which is whatever the universe provides and you say to it reveal yourself to me reveal yourself so that i know what it is that you are reveal yourself and your relationship with me who are you to me show yourself how do I talk with you? How do I experience you? Uh, can you lead the way? Where do you talk to me? Do you talk to me in my intuition? Is a hunch the same thing as a message from you? You know, one thing I used to ask, and it's like, do you really mess around in the daily lives of individual? And if so, why? Well, that was back when I was totally, completely living in my head, using my body as a vehicle to carry around this brilliance that I had. And I don't ask those questions anymore. Reveal to me what you'd have me know about a subject. And then I get this kind of inspiration or I get this idea. It's scary because what if you don't get a response? Does that mean then there is no higher power? This is all just random? Or what if everybody else gets a response and you don't? Are you not worthy? See, those are all the questions that we get bogged down in. And so we try to figure this thing out intellectually. Well, you can't. It's not, it doesn't make sense. So you have to engage it and say, show me who you are. Show me what you are. Show me how we communicate show me and tell me and give me insight because you will get answers and you'll get them when you least expect it ask your questions and then go on about your day somewhere when you're doing something mundane taking out the trash doing the dishes you know picking up your clothes 
you'll get kind of a connect the dots. There will be that little, oh, I see how that fits together now. And that'll be when you get an answer, when you get a thought. The Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous has the most wonderful line in it when it says, what used to be a thought or an occasional inspiration becomes a working part of our day. So the more you ask, the more the universe, the angels, the spirit guides, the ancestors, the helping spirits, whatever you want to call it, the more you ask and ask that you be, uh, that, you, that your insight and your intuition be awakened, the more they comply. It's our first communication was through revelation. And the more we say in the 12 step program, well, more will be revealed. It's true. Reveal to me what you would have me know. Or another thing I use all the time besides that is do for me what I cannot do for myself in this situation. You know, alone and unaided, I would do A, B, and C. And I've tried A and B and C numerous times and it doesn't work. And so right here and right now, with regard to this situation, I am powerless. So do for me what I can't do for myself. But see, if you say that mantra or use that prayer, then you're saying, <clears throat> if this doesn't work out, I'll live with it. But that's not really what you want. It's like, you know, okay, here's my wish list. Here's my blueprint. Follow this and you'll be just fine and I'll be fine too. But that's not the way it works. Do for me what I cannot do for myself. And if the answer to the situation you would like done in your favor isn't that, then I ask, take this pain from me. Because whether it looks like it or not, everything is working for your highest good. Everything is working for that tree's highest good. Everything is working the way it's supposed to work in nature and you're not going to be left in pain so if you're in pain ask your higher power to take it take this from me right here and right now do for me what i can't do for myself thank you for listening to the recovered therapist where we keep topics honest, simple, and hopeful. I love you. There's not a damn thing you can do about it. Until next time.